Welcome back, my wonderful friends. I hope you guys are doing well and had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. I am so glad that you're with me today. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about how to cope with stress as a stay-at-home mom. Just mentioning that word makes me cringe, y'all. But anyways, if you have dealt with change or you're in a new season of life or you just have been feeling a little more stressed than you desire lately, then this episode is just for you. I'm going to be sharing with you guys three hacks that you can implement today to help you start coping with stress a little bit easier with a lot more grace for yourself and just so you can show up as the best version of yourself, guys. So I know you're going to enjoy it. Grab your favorite beverage and let's begin. Hey friends, and welcome to Transform Empowered Mindset. I truly understand what it feels like to find worthiness, purpose, set boundaries, and feel validated as a stay-at-home mom. So if you're ready to find strength through faith to overcome negative thoughts, set goals and boundaries, transform your mindset, and be encouraged, then my friend, you're in the right place. Let's show up with the magic that we've been given by our creator. So go ahead, reheat that coffee or pop that kombucha and let's dig in. All right, so before I dive into it, I want to let everyone know who may not know that we have a free Facebook community just for us moms who are in this season of life as a stay-at-home parent. And this group is just to support you in this season and just to help you know that the things that you deal with, the issues that you may have, you know, it is not foreign at all and you are absolutely not alone. So if that's something that you desire and you want to be a part of, then please click on the link in the show notes that says Transformed Empowered Moms and I would love to see you in the group. Also, starting in January, I'm so excited that I'm going to be kicking off with three mentor sessions for three different ladies And these mentor sessions are meant to just support you in your role as a stay-at-home mom with any challenges that you may be facing right now. So I know all too well what it feels like to be in corporate world and then transition to being a stay-at-home parent is a totally different mindset. All the, the pain and the struggles that you tend to go through when you transition, um, to your role at home with your precious little ones, just feeling, you know, like, what's my purpose now? I don't feel like validated in this season. I, I cringe when people ask me, what do you do now? What are you doing? You know, where are you working at? You know, it's just like a totally different feeling. And, you know, you struggle to have a routine and you really simply just want to get your life on track. You know, when I was in that season, it absolutely helped for me to create a routine which involved getting up every morning before my kiddos if I could if I couldn't it would be a late night thing and so that I could grow spiritually and then discovering my purpose in this season and that really came with setting boundaries and creating new habits for myself so if that is something that you desire and that you want to do I would love to support you through that, please click on the link in the show notes that says count me in so you can be notified when the sign up sheet is available. All right, on to the episode. So today I'm going to be talking about how to cope with stress as a stay-at-home parent. And I'm sure we all know what stress feels like. 
But I remember when I first brought my precious little one home, I was like stressed the entire time my husband was driving. I was like, Lord, I pray nobody hits us. I pray that we can make it home before dark. I mean, just all the little silly things that was going through my head as we were driving home from the hospital. But I was just under a little bit of anxiety. I was excited. I was nervous. I was all over the place mentally. But once we got home and we got unloaded, I was just at so much peace. I'm sure that's because I was at home in my own comfort zone and I had our precious little girl and just everything in that moment just felt like perfect, like nothing could go wrong. Our life is absolutely perfect. We have a roof over our head. We have a vehicle. We have our precious little girl. I mean, life is good, but I'm sure as you all know, time goes on and as things kind of have to progress and get back to normal, your spouse or your partner has to go to work and, you know, you still have all these things in life that you're responsible for, but now you have to do it with this precious little one as well, like finagling your day, your life around their care. So when you are in a season like that or experiencing that, it can cause you to feel stress because you have just not experienced change. There has been a change in your life. Things are not as though they were before you had your child. So now when you experience change, that can cause you to feel stress. So I want to share with you guys the definition of stress, which is from the World Health Organization. So the definition of stress, according to the World Health Organization, is that any type of change that causes physical emotional or psychology or psychological strain simply not being in control so how many of us know that when you have a baby there is only so much you can control you cannot control whether they cry or not whether they get hungry in the middle of the night or not whether they're gonna sleep all through the night or not like there are certain things in motherhood that you simply cannot control and when we experience that it really can cause us to feel stress because we can't control it. So if you have ever wondered why I am feeling this way, why you're feeling a certain way, it's because the situation is out of your control and that is a normal human response. So I'm going to talk about avoidable and unavoidable stressors. So as it relates to motherhood, avoidable stressors are ones such as obligations, being aware of what you say that you can do and the things that you say you can't do. For instance, there's a birthday party that your friend really wants you to come to, but at the same time, your plate is full right now and you cannot add one more event on the weekend because your calendar's already full, but you don't want to disappoint them. And so it's a hard decision to make. That is an avoidable stressor because you could explain to your friend and just hope that they will understand to avoid putting more stress on yourself. And so unavoidable stressors are simply the ones that we have no control over, which a lot of times comes from our family, our moms, our dad, those type of stressors, things that you simply either have to do or that you are not in control over, such as paying your bills or picking your kids up from school or a teething kid, a toddler that is struggling to potty train. Like those are things that is just unavoidable and it's just a part of life. But there is hope and there is help for knowing how to deal with them. 
So that brings me to my second point. I want you guys to decide what to say yes to to manage your stress and stay accountable to your first responsibilities. So if anything is going to mess up the dynamics at home or, you know, break the routine, I'm very careful on whether I will say yes to it. So only you can determine that. Um, But just taking time to think before you say yes to something will help you to manage your stress and, you know, stay accountable to those that you want to be accountable to. Like if you want to take your kids to school every day and pick them up, well, then there's certain things you would say yes and no to so that you can keep that obligation. Okay, so the first tip for coping with stress is to maintain a normal routine. If I did not have my daily routine, y'all, I would be a hot mess express. So I have on my refrigerator and in my planner what my daily routine is from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. And I have in my planner the actual things that I'm going to be doing because, of course, it changes every week, um, the different activities. So writing down just like a time block from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, what you preliminary are going to be doing so you can stay on track is the first tip. The second is to engage in self-relaxation. And so the way to do that is every morning and every night, I have my spiritual growth time in the morning. So I'm actually praying and having devotion time for about 30 minutes, sometimes 45, if I get up and don't hit snooze. And then at night, I like to journal. I like to brain dump, get all the information out of my head onto paper, whether it's things I'm frustrated about, something I'm happy about, something that went well, or there's just things that we need to do. My kids have going on at school that I need to like get into the, get onto the calendar. Like I get it out of my head onto paper and that can be different every night too. I love the nights where I just can um, self-reflect and journal about things that I'm grateful for, which really helps me sleep better. So just figuring out what type of self-relaxation techniques that you can put in place for yourself and strive to do at least one of them every day. All right, number three is to get social support, connect with others. So that is the purpose of truly the Facebook group is just to connect with one another and to really have that support. You know, it depends on your personality, whether you are hanging around a lot of people or you have time to hang around a lot of people. But I definitely encourage you guys to at least try to find a group that you can be involved in, um, that you can leave home and spend time with people, whether it's at the park or it's a Bible study or it's something just so you can do life with others and that you don't feel alone. Like that is the important idea for that tip is so that you can not feel alone in the things that you go through and so that your kids can have a social outlet as well. And I will also be providing social support for three ladies uh, starting in the new year. So if you want your name on one of those slots, then make sure to sign up with the link in the show notes that says count me in so you can be notified when the uh, sign up is available. And the outcome simply behind um, these sessions is so that you can have more joy in motherhood so that you can have better time management skills and you can achieve overall growth in this season of life. So I hope you guys have enjoyed today's episode and that you will be able to implement these tips 
and that they will be a blessing to you uh, moving forward. So real quick, I'll recap. The first was to maintain a normal routine. The second was to engage in self-reflection, whether it's through journaling or something else. And the third is to get social support and connect with others, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you have not left me a review on Apple Podcasts, I would be so grateful if you would do that for me. It takes about 30 seconds and I read all of them. So I would greatly appreciate if you would do that for me. And lastly, if you have not became an insider of the show, which means knowing when I have free gifts and free content and free mentor sessions, then sign up with the link in the show notes that says count me in. Thank you guys for listening and I will see you back on Thursday. Hey mamas, if this episode has encouraged, motivated, or inspired you in any way, I'd love to hear from you. I can be reached at support at KimberlySexton.com. Remember to click five stars and leave a review. Please and thank you. Bye.